the next community podcast episode 29 i am andrew luciani and today i chat with Dwayne lesner on the acropolis 4.5 release big release for nutanix really excited about a lot of the new features in the product and i chat with Dwayne about a blog post he wrote and we sort of hit on just a few of the features in the new release so with that let's jump into the interview Welcome back, folks, to the next community podcast. I'm back again with Dwayne Lesner. Dwayne, how are you? Pretty good. Thanks for having me on again. <laughs> <laughs> it's always great having you, Dwayne. Lots of news uh, this week. A big, big release from Nutanix. The Acropolis-based software 4.5 has gone GA. A lot of exciting news around that and a lot of social activity around that as well. Yeah, lots of... Uh... I guess some of the stuff from dot next is in in out in the wild and some more some more goodies to come but fairly large release too for uh you know not moving to the the next number in the scheme so to speak. Yeah, and uh lots of people on Twitter and and on social excited about the release, excited about the features. We should preface this with please take time to read the release notes. Very important before you you jump into an upgrade. But lots of uh, folks on Twitter saying they're excited, uh, looking excited about the features, and it's good to see. I noticed uh, you wrote a, an interesting blog post uh, recently on the release, and it's called Nutanix 4.5 DR and Backup for the Fitness Nut and New Features. Catchy title. Actually, as I was reading it, you know, I kind of related to the beginning of it where you mentioned uh, we always go for the, the quick and easy junk food, if you will. Kind of got me hungry, actually. <laughs> well, I don't know if I did a great job wrapping that thought up at the end of it, but just trying to get some of the new information. Yeah, I think that's probably why Nutanix exists anyway, from uh, making life easier, so to speak. So, so you do make the right choices. I think that's probably one of the takeaways from the 4.5 release for me. Right, right. And we should probably mention real quick before we get into your uh, your blog post, couple changes in, in terminology. I won't, I won't go through the entire list, but I will highlight, you know, at a high level, the Nutanix operating system is now referred to as the Acropolis base software. So you'll start seeing that more on our community sites and on social. And I do know in the release notes, there is a section on terminology, some of the changes that they're applying. So something to keep in mind. But with that, there's a number of new features. We won't go into all of them. I encourage you to check out the release notes, but I do want to hit on a, a few that you um, had written about in your blog post, Dwayne. Cloud Connect for Azure, I thought was was interesting. I actually haven't played with Azure. I'm looking to do that soon. But tell me a little bit about that and, and you know if, if you've done any work around that or testing around the Cloud Connect piece. Yeah, so I think... Out of all the features that I kind of wrote about, they were all DR based. And the reason for that is my own selfish reasons of kind of head in the sand, so to speak, with testing on that side. I haven't played around too much with the, the Azure Connect side um, other than, you know, a quick setup. But I think just like the the AWS part, you know, it's all the, the same wrapper. You upload your certs and away you go. So it's pretty automated for for the most part, I think that's probably the the big thing, you know, spin up 
the CVM based in Azure and, uh, and away you go. Yeah, and and it's interesting too. I you know I think this opens up sort of looking you know st- taking a step back and, and looking at it. I think it opens up a lot for the small small to medium sized businesses that may not have a, a secondary site that can't sort of invest in one. This is a really good option for those folks to to get started in in sort of a DR protection uh, remote site environment that I thought sort of unlocks that for them now. And I think a lot of like educational institutions, or at least the ones that I talk to, seem to get Azure credits. I don't know if they're free or how that works out, but they seem to have them. So I can see customers on the education side using it for for backup. It is only in this release, kind of like mo- like it's only ESXi for Azure today. And then one of the, the AWS is supported on all the hypervisors, but it's all... It's all baby stepping until the, you know, the whole end goal of uh, VM mobility. So, you know, we have backup for both clouds that'll improve. And then, you know, eventually you'll see full on DR. So it wasn't built in a built in a day. So just a a progression. And, you know, going back to to some of our our terms, that's sort of we want to make that piece sort of invisible, if you will. It's just a matter of uh, one click, two clicks, three clicks, maybe. and, and, And away you go. I can see that. So that that's a that's a cool feature I'd like to try myself, you know, when I when I have some time. Another feature you wrote about or or had on your list, bandwidth limit on schedule. You you want to explain that a bit for folks and I know it, I I think it relates back to DR but sort of give folks an idea when they would use that. Well, in the current release you could only or the one before, you could only limit, you could set a limit on the bandwidth, kind of like a, as a cap, but you couldn't really define any business logic for as far as, you know, what days you wanted and during like peak times. So now during peak times, you can set a limit and then maybe in the evening where, you know, there's a lot more bandwidth available, you can go full tilt and meet your backup windows without, you know, doing a lot of monkeying around. Right. Yeah. That's pretty important feature. I think, um, I know, I'd say most networks, maybe I'm going out on a, on a stretch here, but I'd say most networks, you know, in the evening time, not very, very utilized, if you will. So I could see how, you know, you want to crank up the throughput for backups, et cetera, overnight. So yeah, it makes sense. Great feature. Another feature, using the Nutanix NX 6035C cluster as a target for replication. I read that at first, didn't really know much around what that was for, but you maybe, can you maybe explain to us what sort of the thinking behind that is now? The 6035C was really a, a way, it was our kind of class, our cold storage node, really a way to, you know, add capacity in your environment without adding a lot of compute. It's Acropolis based, so you can take the Acropolis hypervisor and you can mix that into an ESXi cluster. That's kind of, it was the first incarnation. And then when that was first released, you could also you needed a minimum of two other compute nodes before you could start mixing and matching. And so they've just really, now you can have a cluster base of these 6035s as a destination for backup. And then you can store all sorts of snapshots in there. And so it's just really a cost-effective way for backup. And the backup's mixed hypervisor, so you can have ESXi and back it up to Acropolis, or you can have Hyper-V back it up into Acropolis as well. Will it replace backup software? Um, it will in some areas. Others know, like, you know, there's still the need for all the feature sets that backup vendors have. And that's 
Kind of the other tag along was the Commvault announcement of having Intel Snap support as soon as their next version uh, hits the wire, which is in a couple of weeks, to my knowledge. That was an interesting point. And that was the Commvault piece is another piece I, w- I wanted to bring up because I know we get a lot of uh, folks on the Next community sort of uh, discussing backup, recovery, you know, best tools, um, et cetera, for, for Acropolis. And yeah, that sort of caught my eye. Have you had a chance to to sort of beta that at all or, or, you know, get in deep with that? I've seen it a bit. I haven't I don't have it set up in my lab, but I've seen the engineers kind of, you know, as they've been going through their walkthrough. I hear mixed reviews about about Commvault as far as ease of use. But I think that's tied to because it does so much like will tape die. Probably not. And guess what? It has tape support. So it's just like anything. But. It, uh, it'll be pretty powerful. So the first rev will be ESXi, and then um, it too will eventually have uh, Acropolis hypervisor support using the, the same REST APIs. So we encourage folks to stay tuned for that. I'm starting to think here, maybe some of these features, it might be, it might be worthwhile for us to maybe put together a video and kind of give folks a, a demo or, or do a Google Hangout for the community on, on some of these features uh, before people actually go and deploy them. But you know, we do encourage folks to to sort of kick the tires and, and get started with, with the 4.5 release. In addition, as I mentioned earlier, let me just touch on a couple more terminology pieces. The Acropolis Hypervisor, AHV, formerly known as the Nutanix KVM Hypervisor. So you'll start seeing AHV more often in, in blogs, etc. Uh, with that, I think we've covered... We haven't covered all the features. I do encourage you to check out the release notes and to uh, kick the tires on it. Jump in on the next community if you have any questions about the 4.5 release. And I do encourage you to tag your posts as well on the form. So tag in with Acropolis, AHV. That just makes it easier for, for other community members to, to find your material. We do have a lot of uh, stuff we're pushing out over on social in terms of getting folks educated on the Acropolis release. So uh, I encourage you to, to follow Nutanix on Twitter and check out all our social channels for material. Dwayne, do you have anything else? Kind of two things, just because within kind of the hyper-converged space, doing updates when you have dependency on compute and storage is kind of a, a different ball of wax. And if you don't have good management around it, kind of makes it interesting. So I think the, the support for minor upgrades for ESXi hosts is a big one that was kind of added into the one-click upgrades. So that's just for doing like minor security updates. So you have a, a way of doing that. And then tech preview um, for file level restore, which is interesting for me because I think I wrote a blog post like almost two years ago talking about how you kind of have to do it um, using like, you know, restore a VM, but that was still better than with a LUN. So it kind of, it's cutting down on the number of steps to, to get your files back and hopefully will allow the application people to do it kind of a off in a hands-off approach. One thing that's not related to 4.5, probably just for an announcement, is the the NTC is open again till the end of the month. That's right. Yeah, thanks for, for mentioning that, Dwayne. Um, the NTC applications are opened. Uh, they're open to October 26th, so I do encourage you to uh, fill out the, the form. There's a blog post on the Nutanix.com site with description of the program and a link to the application form. So feel free to jump in and and sign up for that. Great way to stay connected with Nutanix. 
a great way for us to help equip you in your career, develop your skills and help you move up the, the career ladder, if you will. So that's um, open. Uh, we will announce the 2016 group on November 16th, if my memory uh, serves. Be on the lookout for that. What made me think of that was I saw this, our CEO on the Slack channel, you know, trying to get questions answered for uh, the N- NTC uh, questions that were coming in. Right. Kind of a neat way to get in touch with upper management yeah, and I'll, uh, you know, I'll quickly mention we do have uh, an NTC channel for a Slack channel for NTCs, which connect them with people in, internal uh, to the company. So if you know there's a question you needed to answer or you're looking for some material, we can we can make that happen for you. So that's um, that's just one of the benefits of the the program. So something uh, exciting to look forward to, and we're excited about the 2016 group. So uh, with that, Dwayne, good talking to you again. I know this is a short one, but we just wanted to give folks a little bit of a flavor for the Acropolis 4.5 release. As always, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me uh, on the next community and or you can email me directly, angelo.luciani at Nutanix.com. You can find me on Twitter at Angelo Luciani. Dwayne, where can folks catch and find you? D-Link 7 blog at itbloodpressure.com. I encourage just to uh, people to reach out and say, hey, what uh, what do you want to hear about next or where we can kind of help you out? Sounds great. Okay, Dwayne, thanks so much. And we will be chatting again soon. All right. Have a good one. Take care. Thanks for listening. I encourage you to follow Nutanix on Twitter for the latest news and announcements. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And if you haven't done so already, download Community Edition and continue the conversation over on the next community at next.nutanix.com. And with that, for Dwayne Lesnar, I am Angelo Luciani. See you next time. Thank you.